Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another episode. Coffee Time with Retro Lag. August 3rd, 2020. 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. On twitch.tv or on your friendly neighborhood podcast service, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google. I figured out what's going on. I just got to re-verify, and then it should be up uh, relatively shortly, hopefully sometime today. I hope everybody had a great weekend. My weekend was chill for the most part. Um, I got my head back on. I got my head back on straight. Got my... My game face on, my focus on, and uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to jump back into this thing, which is kind of uh, fits along the lines of what we're talking about, which is uh, rejuvenate. Um, you know. I hope everybody's Monday has started out well. Let me do the uh, no- morning ritual. Which is talking and then taking a sip. What am I sipping on, you're going to ask? Well, I'm sipping on... It's actually four coffees. I like to call it the Four Horsemen. It's Pike Place, Pete's Big Bang... Uh, this other one, I just forgot the dang name of it. It comes in a red pack. I meant to write them down. And then there's another one from the private selection from Kroger. It's a, uh, I think it's a Colombian. Um, so those are the ones that I'm, I'm sipping today. The Four Horsemen. Tasty. Feels good. So, let's talk about goals today. Hold on, I'm writing something down. Okay. Uh, Now, last week, the goal was getting in gear with fitness. That was my goal. Uh, Now, for you, you may be keeping the same goals that are absolutely fine. Uh, For me... The new goal that I am setting is establishing a healthy diet. Um, Now, I got to admit, I did not work on this during the weekend at all. I pretty much uh, just ate what I wanted in moderation. But today, when I went to the store, I went and picked up some. uh, I got some those ready-made salad bowls. I got some some smoothie uh, already ready to drink drinks um, from what is that more uh, coffee house farms or whatever it's called Morehouse Farms I don't know Bottle House Farms whatever some company uh, I got one for me I uh, got one for wifey and myself um, I also got the ingredients to make chicken enchiladas tonight enchiladas. Mm. Mm. Um, 
But I don't use red sauce or anything like that. I use I like to use cream and mushroom and make like a you know white sauce, creamy sauce. It comes out really good. Uh, thank you, mom, for giving me that recipe um, many many years ago. So that's what's on the agenda. So. Although I don't have a healthy diet written down yet, I took the initial steps to at least keep my calories within uh, the frame that I'm, I'm trying to set. I think comfortably I'd like to be at about 12 to 1500 calories a day uh, only because I'm, I'm already pretty lean as it is. I mean, well, not pretty lean, um, but I'm not like... So I walk around casually at about 140. Well, average is probably about 138. But I want to burn the belly fat that I have and then regain that back but lean muscle. So I do need to shred it down. So I need to pick up ab, ab work a lot this week, a lot more cardio this week uh, in terms of the workout. So we'll pick back up on the healthy diet on wednesday to see if i've actually established one so right now it's at least establishing what it looks like you know kind of the framework we'll touch back on it on wednesday to see where where we're at and then on friday you know we'll see how i did if i if i actually implemented it you know and the real question is is does that include meal prep because maybe the goal for this week is just establishing the diet and and keeping the calories down but then next week the goal is to actually start the meal prep or is that included in the diet so i'll follow up with that on wednesday so now let's get into the focus if this is your first time tuning in or checking out the show typically what i do is i have a focus and then i also have a topic uh, that i talk about and then the show typically goes for about 30 minutes to an hour of me um, talking about the focus and the topic and then the later half, whenever the, the subject matter is done, is when the just chatting takes place. Is where I, you know, I start talking with chat. Should there be chat to talk with? And if not, it's perfectly fine, you know. And if you're listening to this after the fact, well, then that's an irrelevant point. <laughs> All right. So the focus today is rejuvenate, rejuvenate. And I think this is a great focus because it's Monday. And that's what you want to try to do on Mondays. Most of us go into Mondays like, oh, I just need another day off. But I think it's detrimental to how the success of your week plays out if you go into Monday, you know, with 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 some good with some good motivation uh re- feel trying to feel rejuvenated so what is the definition by definition it makes someone or something look or feel younger fresher or more lively a similar definition is to restore uh to a condition characteristic of a younger landscape rejuvenate all right so you feel rejuvenated maybe over the course of the weekend you got to get some sleep and that makes you feel rejuvenated going into Monday. Or maybe on the flip side of that, you didn't have a great weekend. So waking up on Monday, you actually feel rejuvenated because now it's the start of a new week and it's a chance for you to do over or have a new, better weekend at the end of this week. So um, for me, rejuvenation takes place whenever 
I just get up and I do the things that I set out to do. When I accomplish the goals that I set out to accomplish. And by waking up this morning, um, I had to jump on the computer and do some administrative stuff that I could only do this morning. Um, I knocked that out, so that got me in the right track. I left when I wanted to leave. I got to where I work out at on time. You know, I did my stretches. I ran. I felt good. Ran into an old buddy of mine, conversated with him for a little bit. Um... And that made me feel good. I felt rejuvenated after that. I I felt my body feels good. It feels awake. It feels healthy. I don't feel sore. Um, Whereas like last week was the start of doing this. You know, it's um, my body was feeling it by the middle of the end of the week. I was like, man, I'm starting to feel torn down. But, you know, but this week I'm starting to feel good. I mean, with the exception of this chair I'm sitting in, it's kind of kind of sucks. Um. And then that just continues, though. You know, I want to continue that um, with eating properly, getting on here, giving the best show possible for all of the listeners, all of the fans of the show out there. That's the focus. That's that makes me feel rejuvenated. I I rejuvenate by doing these things. Um, you know, but what do you? But what do you do? You know. Um, Maybe at the end of the week, most of us, you know, we need that break. And that's another sense of rejuvenation as well. Um, I would be lying to you if I said on Friday, I, on Saturday, I wanted to wake up and do another, uh, another episode. Sometimes I don't have the energy. I don't really want to wake up and, you know, s- turn on the, the microphone and start talking. But sometimes I think maybe it's necessary. Maybe it would be rejuvenating. Have you ever, you know, that's, that's, a, that's me saying that makes me think of something like sometimes that is a good way of feeling a sense of rejuvenation. Because have you ever had that feeling where you're like, man, I just don't want to do this right now. I don't feel like doing it. Can't I just do it tomorrow? But you get up and you do it. And as you're doing it, it's like, you know what? I don't feel as bad as I thought I would. And I knew this wasn't that bad. I just was being lazy. Or I just was making an excuse for no reason. This actually feels pretty good. And then by the end of it, you actually feel accomplished. You know, you know that made me feel pretty good. What, uh, what else can I do? So it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird that we go through those cycles. I know I do a lot. Especially when wifey asks me to do something. When she's like, hey, you know, can you go fix uh, this light in the closet? Ugh, I'll do it tomorrow. Leave me alone. And then I feel kind of bad because I'm like, well, I'm not doing nothing right now. All right, let me get up and do it. And then when I do it, I feel accomplished. Like, all right, well, you know, that was easy. You know, didn't take long. And the light's fixed. And she's happy. If she's happy, then I'm happy. So I feel rejuvenated. But but I think the question is, is why? But why do we why do we put ourselves through the rigmarole of giving ourselves an excuse to not do something when the outcome would be more times than not that we would feel rejuvenated? I think 
if I had to take a guess, I would venture to say it's because so many times in life, we have to do things because we have to do them. It isn't a matter of if we want to do them, we have to do them. Like, I have to go to school, otherwise I won't graduate. If I don't graduate, then I don't go to college, should I choose to go to college. If I don't go to college, I won't get a degree. I don't get a degree, I don't get a good job that I want where I don't really have to do a lot. So, let's take the college out of the equation. If I don't graduate, then I don't, you know, feel feel successful in life. Okay, well, I gotta do it. Boom, that's the first one, right? Then the next one. Uh, well, if I don't go get a job, then I don't get money. If I don't get money, then I can't get the things that I want. I can't establish a lifestyle for myself. All right, I have to do it. Boom. I have to do it. That's number two. Well, when you're at work, well, I have to show up. Otherwise, I'm not going to get a paycheck, which affects my livelihood, which then I will be in a world of hurt. Boom. I have to do it. You see? So I think when in life we have to do things, when it comes to the point where we don't have to do anything we more times than not use that as the ammunition to not do it or to make an excuse to do it later because now the ball is in our own court and when I say we I'm using me as the example so um you know that's that's the best way to um that's the best way to frame it that's how I look at it. I was in the military for a long time, and you don't really have a choice um, to do things. Like, most most of the time, you're going to have to do it because they told you to do it. Whatever it is. It could be a small task. It could be a large task. You just have to do it. So, finally, when I got out of the military... I hit this lazy point where I don't have to work because I got, you know, my retirement, my pension coming in. I got a VA disability coming in. Yeah, I can actually just chill. Now, the flip side of that is it's not as good as I thought, you know, like, which I already knew. um, But that's the struggle. The struggle is real, you know, um, but if I don't struggle, then I don't, I don't drive for the things that I want, which then equates to more success in my book. Because when I get to the things that I want and I accomplish the goals that I set, then I do feel rejuvenated because now I've bettered my life for my family and myself and I've accomplished goals and overall that's happiness, right? So, but to the point of what I was saying, I think that's really why we... We have this mentality. I have this mentality that it's difficult. I don't want to do it. It's going to take forever. But it really doesn't. Whatever it is, it really doesn't. Like most of the time, they're so so minuscule of a task that it gets done pretty quick. You know? Um, I think a good example of rejuvenation is when you're doing something in regards to your health. Whether you're, whether you're working out, whether you're reading a lot, you know, maybe you're trying to improve your mental health. Maybe you're trying to improve your intellect, you know, by reading a lot of stuff. Uh, maybe you're working out, um, or even, yeah, you know, you're 
you're looking to challenge yourself competitively. Um, that gives you a sense of rejuvenation because as you're going through the process, if you stop to take a second and enjoy the process, it's that much more fulfilling. Like today, today I was running. And, and there was part of me as I was running where I was tired. I was like, I got, I got tired. I was like, man, I haven't ran like in a while. Like this hurts. It's just my body is starting to ache. I feel it. I feel the aches. I feel, I, if it was like an old engine, just, just shaking and rattling. And, uh, but I, as I was running though, I was like, yeah, it, it hurts. But that feels good because you're running. Your your you your your lungs are burning, but you're still breathing. You're still going. You're getting stronger. This is the this is the path that you're on to get to that point of being stronger, running faster, having more endurance, working harder. So that was me taking a step, a stop, a, a, a second to enjoy. The process. Most people just want to enjoy the end line and never think about the process it took together. And then when people are like, man, so how was it? You know, how does it feel? And they're like, man, it, it was a long road, but I, I finally made it. Like, but did you ever during that whole time stop and enjoy the path you were on? Most times people are like, well, you know, there were times where I, I had to stop and like ask myself, do I really want to keep doing this? And I said, yes, this is what I'll keep wanting. So there's always like that negative that negative connotation attached to it, you know, like it, it was a hard, it was hard, but I knew that if I wanted to get there, I had to keep going instead of, yeah, there were moments where I knew it was hard, but I loved it. I loved that it was hard because it challenged me and it gave me the energy that gave me energy to keep going even harder because I knew I could do it, you know, like, so I think when you when you go through things, anything it is, just stop for a second and think and, and enjoy that. Enjoy the fact that you're putting effort into planning out something that could inevitably change your life forever. Whether whether you continue doing whatever it is or not, just the fact that you are deciding to go down that route is enough to say, like, man, at least I did it. You know, I'm like right here doing this. I'm, I'm planning this out. This is more than I was doing yesterday. So, you know, there's always the good and bad to look at it too. But, and that's that, you know, that's on the far end of the spectrum when we talk about rejuvenation. But that can even be scaled down to the most simplest thing. It can be scaled down to me saying, I don't want to stay up late at night because I know it affects me in the morning and I'm tired. Last night I went to sleep, I think it was about 11.30, um, but I still woke up this morning at 5, and there was no, yeah, I was tired initially, but as soon as I got up, I, I got focused because I had an administrative task I had to get done, and that woke me up, and I could have stopped and thought about it, like, and I think I did, I think I was like, man, I'm, I'm up actually doing this, so that's one step further than I was yesterday. Once yesterday, I was just talking about it. Even when I woke up this morning, that's I, I'm just awake. I'm not actually up doing it yet, but I got up. 
I started fulfilling the task. As I'm fulfilling it, I'm thinking about it. And there's 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 appreciation in that from me. I appreciate the energy that I utilize. I was able to grab and get this this thing done done and that probably was the catalyst for me to move getting into high gear this morning which gave me a successful workout because i felt rejuvenated from that i i felt a sense of focus i was focused on something that was important got it accomplished boom checked one thing off and it wasn't even six o'clock in the morning yet you know the, i remember there used to be an old army commercial that was uh, we do more at 5 a.m. than you do your whole day, uh, you know, or by 6 a.m. than you do your whole day, and that's that's absolutely true. Like, and it, but it doesn't have to ima- apply to just the military. Just think about it. Like, if you wake up at 5, right? You wake up at 5 a.m. You've already went to the bathroom, washed your hands, washed your face. Maybe you got a like. For me, I got an energy or not an energy drink, but a pre-workout. I made my pre-workout. I got ice water so I would stay hydrated. I filled out some administrative stuff. I, I made a social media tweet, you know, waking up the socials. Um, drove to where I was working out at, you know, listened to an audiobook on the way. Got a good mix that I had done previously to listen to. Got a good stretch in. Um, did some exercises. Overall, did about 20 different things. You know, ran for a good 20, 30 minutes. You know, went two miles. Uh, stretched again went to the store got some groceries um and by the time i got back before nine o'clock i'm already doing a podcast got coffee made food in the fridge hugged my wife and i'm talking to you you know that's a whole bunch of stuff that people haven't even probably done or gotten close to doing up to this point you know so um just think about that you know think about that instead of uh, I don't want to go to work today I don't want to go to school today I don't even want to get up yet I don't want to work out whatever it is you have to you have to find what rejuvenates you and then but how do you get how to how do you get the energy to do that well you always have to adjust things. I have to adjust things in my life. I have to find what I'm doing that's not working. So here's a good example. I've been streaming for about three years. And for a while, I used to drink on stream. But what I found was when I was drinking on stream, about halfway through, I would get really tired. I would start to get slow feel drowsy and then I would just turn it off like I wouldn't I I don't get energized that way like I am I am very much a people person and I have to be very interactive with people so if it's just me and I'm just playing a game but I'm drinking I'm not gonna have fun like that I'm, I'm gonna get drowsy I'm gonna get tired and just be like forget it and go to sleep but if I'm engaged with chat like it's it's the same way it would be if I was out with people then I would gain energy with that and you know, uh, you know, I keep going. But the point is, I didn't have fun doing it. So I stopped I stopped drinking. Well, as I kept going over the course of the years, I also found that I scaled back um, just drinking in general. 
And it's gotten to the point now where I've went probably about a month. I didn't plan it or anything. I just haven't drank anything. Just decided not to. Just didn't want to. Because I got tired of, you know, having headaches. I got tired of feeling just broken down the next day. You know, it feels great when I'm doing it, of course. Like, you know, if you've had a drink before, yeah, having a drink, it, it feels good. But I also didn't like who I was sometimes. And I got rejuvenation in that. You know, but it's the same thing with my sleep pattern. Like, I've always struggled with insomnia. Staying up for no reason. There used to be times for no reason I would stay up till 4 in the morning. And I didn't know why. I just, I just would stay awake. I would be doing stuff. And I started to force myself to go to sleep. You know, it was important. It was important that I did that. Um, because it gave me the energy I needed for the next day, um, you know, to keep going. And yeah, anybody that struggles with insomnia will tell you that it's not something that you can just, oh, I just got to go to sleep. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, you know, like, there could be moments where I wasn't stressed about anything at all and I would just stay awake. You know what it was? It was because as a teenager, I used to run around in the neighborhood, in the streets, um, as a teenager, all hours of the night. And I would just want to hang out with people. Like, I wouldn't want to go home because I wanted to to interact. I wanted to hang out. I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to just, but it, like two, three in the morning ain't nothing to do except there's nothing to do except get in trouble. Um, so it really stemmed from there. So then when I, in my early years in the, in uh, my military career, I used to feel like, well, staying up late, the reason I did was because during the week I had to go to sleep early. So on the weekends, I wanted to stay up so I could take advantage of that. But on the flip side of that, I would also wake up early in the morning because I wanted to take advantage of my day. But as I got older, you know, stamina is a real thing. And and unless you're physically active, physically fit, or you've put it into your routine to wake up early, if you stay up late, you're going to wake up late. Like, it's just a no-brainer. Or if you stay up late but you wake up early, you're losing that sleep. Your body's going to shut down. It's going to force you to go to sleep. So I started to fix that. As I fixed these things, my energy started to come back. Now, that's not to say I don't struggle with the insomnia because I still do, you know. There's times where I still stay up 1, 2 in the morning. Um, typically it's when I don't have a podcast to do, or I don't have no content to do the next day. I don't have a workout. So it's like my day off. So like Saturday, like Friday night, I'll stay up late, but I still go to sleep a little early because on Saturday mornings, I'm supposed to be playing games. Um, but I don't. So, um, so when we go back to how, right? How do you find rejuvenation? You just change the little things that affect other things in order to give you the the, the maneuverability. In order to be effective the way you want. And then in that, 
the end result should be rejuvenation. One change at a time, little changes. That's paramount. That's paramount. Because we always have this habit of, I gotta, I gotta change things up and just change it all at once. And that does never work. It doesn't work. I've seen so many people on socials, I gotta take a step back and just reevaluate things. And then they come back like, all right, I feel refreshed and I'm gonna redo this. And, but what ends up happening, what ends up happening more times than not is they what ends up happening is they end up changing for the moment but falling back into that trap right falling back into the I'll say this Self-depreciation is a real thing. Self-doubt is a real thing. Imposter syndrome is a real thing. Um, real quick, I want to say thank you to everybody in the chat right now. I, I genuinely do appreciate you. I promise once we get through this 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 hump, we're, we're almost to the topic. And then once we get towards the middle of the topic, we'll open up to just chatting and, and just start conversing. But I genuinely appreciate y'all. Um... But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go on a tangent. I was going on a tangent. Bottom line is, though, change little things. Don't change big things. Because when you change big things, more times than not, you fall back into the normal routine of how you how you operate. I mean, we're human. It's it's just kind of human nature. Little little changes, incremental changes, will give you probably more more sustained success. So let's talk about the topic at hand, which. I, I think fits right into a, a comment uh, that somebody had put that I seen about competitive wanting to jump into competitive sports um, staying competitive I think as a content creator I think anything you do even work related there is a sense of competitiveness because and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, I think where you start to, you hinge on where it becomes a, an issue of separating levels of success is when you give the everybody's a winner mentality to everything. That's just simply not the case. You do have you are successful. That's that's a no-brainer. That should be go that should, but that should go without saying. If you compete in anything or you just do anything, that's success because you don't have to do it, especially if you don't have to do it. But to say everybody's a winner, nobody's a loser. Somebody's got to lose. You know? Now let's now how does that why would I bring that up when I'm talking about content creation? Well, when I came into content creation, I didn't look at it like a competition. I, I really didn't. Um, I looked at it as a community-based thing. Like everybody is here doing the same thing I'm doing. Everybody wants to play games with together. Everybody wants to have shows and be um, 
you know, and just just be, have a sense of rapport and a sense of belonging. Like that's that's what it was for me, for me though. But if you look at other creators, they came in. Maybe they were playing first-person shooters. Maybe they were in esports. So it's already competitive. So I lost my training of thought. I'm sorry. Um where I was going was okay. So yeah, so if they have that sense of competitiveness already, it's friendly competition. But the difference between the two is the person that probably was a little bit more competitive the person that was playing the esports you know kind of has that friendly banter is used to competing is probably gonna have more success that's not saying all the time right that's not that's not weighing it out against the bigger picture well it is but you know there are exceptions to the rule you know but look at other people that are successful. Here's a great example. Somebody decides, I want to do a show about these particular topics. It's all my show is going to be about. I'm going to do as much research as I can. And I'm going to have people on that share the same interests to have insight. And that's what the basis of my show is. There's nobody else doing it. So... Of course, they're at a disadvantage because they're no, there's nobody else doing it. So they're going to be the first ones. But because they're doing it, they're, they're being different. That is being competitive. That is challenging what the people are doing and saying, I'm going to go out there and do something different. And in, by, in doing that, hope that I'm going to be successful, give it my all, and then they're successful. Now, where real com- competitiveness comes in in that sense, somebody else likes the idea, decides to do the same thing. Oh, I like this visual ASMR stuff. I think I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to add these effects and or this person's DJing, so I'm going to DJ too. And I'm going to add visuals behind it and play this music and come on on these days. There's competition there. The way, I, the way I perceive it is most people on the surface would not be um, threatened by that. But anytime you're competing, you have to be on your A-game. Because if you don't, somebody else is going to take that spot. Somebody else is going to win. Now, there's no real competition in it. But in your, in your mind state, that's, that's what happens. Well, this person is better than me now. So, so what do you do? Do you, just, do you just give up? Or if somebody has a bigger sphere of influence, they're just reaching more people. Do you just say, it doesn't matter what I do. Like, I'm, I'm just not going to get nowhere with this. It's very easy to do that. It's very easy to do that, especially when this is something that we don't have to do. We don't have to do it. But why are those people successful? 
because they stayed competitive. Because they said, even if it's hard, I'm still going to get out there and get after it because it's what I want to do. At any time, if it's not what you want to do, then don't do it. Why would you continue doing something that you don't want to do? You know, it, it just doesn't make no sense. But if you're going to do it, then do it for the right reasons. If you're going to do it for more than just a hobby, then look at what you're doing, how you can improve it yourself, and how you can get back in the fight. I say all this because this was me for the last three weeks. I was doing this show in the morning and feeling a sense of accomplishment, but for the rest of the day, I felt like garbage because I felt like when I was playing Minecraft every other day and I had people that enjoyed watching me play Minecraft, I was playing different games and I had people coming in here and enjoying the games that I was playing. I was going three to five hours a day, Monday through Friday, had a consistent schedule. My metrics were trending in the right direction. If you were to go back and you were to look from March to June, you would see my look at the monthly the monthly views or the monthly uh, stats you would see that I was trending upwards so in other words I was doing good I was doing a lot better than I was before but the second I decided to change what I was doing because I wasn't happy I was enjoying it but and there's other factors in there like I, I started letting content that I was absorbing get into my gameplay or get into my head that affected my my content a little bit it affected what like I was enjoying what I was doing but I wanted more out of it I, I wanted to do more things I wanted to change things because what I want is for my channel to be an enduring channel to be one of those places that is going to be around for a long time and I keep going up and when you think of twitch you think of Lyric, you think of Summit One, you think of these people that have Dan's Gaming, Co Carnage. These are all OGs. That's where I'm trying to go. I'm trying to get have that longevity, that sustainability. You know, an enduring channel. Just keep it going in the right direction. But how do I do that? So I reanalyzed, rethought about what I was doing. And what I noticed was given the content that I wanted to deliver, I wasn't following through on some of the things that I had planned, which would boost up the metrics. Um, but I also took this uh, non-traditional um, approach. Instead of looking at streaming for three to four hours, Coffee Time and Retro Lag is no more than an hour at the most. An hour and a half, hour and a half max. That's it. Because I sh I chop it down. It goes to podcast on Spotify and on um and on on Apple. Should be on Google relatively shortly. Just have to re-verify. Um, um, but that's the thing about a podcast, right? It, it's not meant to be long. But I had other I have other content as well that are. The channel is like a network channel. There's different shows at different times for 30 to to 30 minutes to 60 minutes in duration and they have specific 
focus areas. And that brings in target audiences. That's how I I geared gear my channel now. But because I wasn't doing some of these other these other shows yet, I started to notice that it was really taking a dive. Just overall the metrics. They're taking and I knew that was gonna be the case. They were taking a dive. Now this is the the real the true third week going into this now that I've been doing the morning show and I would say that the morning show itself is trending in the right direction but overall the channel itself is still kind of relatively lower than where it was um, but I've reintroduced um, predictability I've reintroduced uh, just streaming routinely and I'm continuously doing the morning show as well so but I got into my own head, went on a huge tangent, and I apologize, but I, I got into my own head, and when you do that, you lose your competitive edge. You lose that competitive nature. You start to doubt yourself. I was doubting myself. I felt like the content just wasn't good enough. I, I unfollowed a lot of people on socials because to me they were they are so infatuated with the desire to be heard and to be the first to exploit social topics or drama and are actually producing the least amount of content but by popularity their their sphere of influence is massive so I unfollowed a lot of these people because it wasn't helping me. But in doing that, I made my sphere of influence even smaller. So all these things combined just had me just doubting, doubting and doubting to the point where I was just going to like, I was just not even going to say anything. It was just going to pop up randomly as a different streamer, no camera, no microphone, make up some excuse and just stream, just play games. I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to be a different person. And I didn't do it because, and I see something in chat. I want to hold that thought. I'm going to come back to that question because that's a good question. That's a good statement. Um. I didn't do it because I had to like sit, I was sitting here two days ago and I wrote in big letters, get the f out of your head, get out of your head, man, like snap out of it, I snap out of it, you know, smack myself in the face, like wake up, bro, like it's your content, it's what you're doing, do you want to do it, I know I want to do it that's it that's it get back in the fight and that's exactly what I did you know I re-energized myself I went back reanalyzed some some areas that I could improve started focusing on the schedule that I had already put hard work into and said we're getting right back after it so that's how you stay competitive staying competitive is not just it's okay to succumb to the frustrations, but not to the point 
of just giving giving in especially when it's something that you want to do and this is with anything with anything it it does not have to solely revolve around content creation but i speak on it from the content creation perspective because i see this on the daily i woke up this morning and there were already people complaining stop complaining make the damn content make your content because when you're making it you feel good like that you know and then you'll have people that will argue oh well you know they'll take the whole victim approach and and that's a topic for another time but nobody's saying if you have valid reasons for why as a victim you are harboring the feelings that you are harboring nobody's saying that you can't feel that way however when you're using that as the catalyst or is the main argument for why you're excuse my language bitching about why you're not doing content if i've seen if i've actually seen that you've been you were doing content before and you were perfectly happy now all of a sudden this is your main your main focus stop it stop it because that's that's just an excuse but like i said that's a topic for another time because there's a lot we can unpack there and that that's a huge tangent i don't want to go down so let's wind this up and then we'll jump into some just chatting with everybody um my message i would say how are you staying competitive? I know I, I see some names in here and I, I see how you're staying competitive. I've seen it. I've seen the ups and downs and that's where I encourage it. So going back to one of the statements that I saw, um, a smaller sphere of influence makes for better content. I absolutely agree. I think when you have a smaller sphere of influence, the people that are in your sphere are the people that really matter the most. They're the ones that do interact with you the most. Those are the ones that we focus on. Because yeah, we want the big eyes to see us, but when they do see us, they're only there because of the popularity has grown and it has expanded. And more times than not, people kind of like, walk away from the people that actually made them who they are and focus on these other people because now they're on a new platform and i think you know it it doesn't matter about being popular if you if you got good content the popularity is going to come the success is going to come but it's staying competitive it's and it, it's not it's not being afraid to jump into those circles with real with real things to say things of substance you know but the point I was trying to make is affect the ones that are already in your sphere because you helping them is them helping you. But it doesn't matter how big the sphere is, big or small, people are going to leech off you in one way, shape, form, or fashion. It's just going to happen. And it's unfortunate, but it's, it's the reality of it. You know? Um, so as you go through your day, Think about the things that rejuvenate you or think about after you did something, how did you feel about it? Although you might be tired, although you might be frustrated, was there something previous to that that made you feel good? Is the frustration stemming from what you were doing? Because in that case, then it wouldn't rejuvenate you, right? Uh, is there another way to look at it? 
if in doing something you should feel a sense of rejuvenation, but in fact you just feel frustration from it, then how can we reframe it to where we don't have that frustration? I think that's communication, and that's another topic for another time. And then staying competitive. If you are a content creator or you're trying to climb at work or you're you're wanting to compete in something, then look at what gives you that drive. And then that's what you use for, you know, for your competitive edge. I hope y'all enjoyed the content today. Um, make sure that you do check out the, um, the podcast. All right. I really genuinely appreciate the downloads and the listens, but I also appreciate y'all being here and I will. Yeah. And we'll talk about some more stuff tomorrow.